हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट सेवन स्ट्रक्चर एंड ग्रोथ ऑफ इकोनॉमी पावर्टी सरप्लस एंड अनइवननेस एंड वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग आवर टॉपिक पावर्टी रिडक्शन नॉट बाय इनकम अलोन थर्ड देयर इज द इशू ऑफ रिसोर्सेज clearly more financial resources are required if all children have to attend school if all villages must have access to a primary health care center if all communities have access to safe water if all pregnant mothers have to be assured of safe motherhood additional resources could be mobilized by reducing defense spendings but there is also need for getting the priorities right expenditures must be utilized for improving the quality and efficacy of services for correcting imbalances in the public expenditures for plugging leaks and reducing wastes and for ensuring greater efficiency in spending fourth the state instead of abdicating its responsibility for expanding social opportunities needs to play a more proactive role rather than it has in the past the state in india often achieves what it sets out to do if something has not been done it usually reflects unwillingness rather than an inability to act for example the state has shown dynamism in reducing control liberalizing the economy and opening up of economy the recent constitutional amendment to ensure women's participation in local governments displays an extremely progressive and proactive phase on the other hand the state's effort at abolishing child labor preventing child prostitution and until recently addressing the problem of aids reveals shocking recalcitrance similarly its willingness to make primary education compulsory despite the affirmation in the constitution of india reveals inexplicable reluctance for many of these matters sustained advocacy open debates concerted pressure and public actions are urgently needed to provoke a positive response from the state fifth opportunities must be created and expanded for women to participate more fully in economic and political decision making the human development experience from kerala and manipur suggest that society's well-being improves when women enjoy greater freedom economic social and political but ensuring greater freedom for women is not easy 
unfortunately my many see it as usurping of power from men with no net gains quite the contrary the overall gains to society increase many times when men and women contribute equally however to achieve these changes are required in the way people think and behave in the way society perceives the role and contribution of women finally economic growth has to be participatory it must be planned and managed locally by people whose lives it affects communities must participate actively to shape pro- programs ensure that opportunities are expanded and that the benefits are shared equitably for these the structures of local self governance must be strengthened and people's participation has to become a way of public life is there then hope of for optimism yes first the official stated policies for poverty eradication reflect human development priorities second following the post 1991 reforms economic conditions are more favorable third democratic participation is opening up this is not just through local governments but through people's organizations and in particular women's groups that are frequently organized around credit economic activities and social empowerment at the same time there are some causes for concern the focus on reducing fiscal deficits is forcing major cuts in social sector spending the pressure to pursue state minimum lies is leading to an abdication of state responsibilities as the pressure to privatize is beginning to affect people's access to basic health and education what does india need to do mahatma gandhi had once remarked india's salvation consists in unlearning what she has learned during the past 50 years similarly changes are now required in thinking in living and in cultivating a genuine public spirit india needs to get its development priorities right we need to undo and unlearn at the same time we also need to learn and act if human poverty has to be eradicated attention must shift from income poverty to the poverty and inequality of opportunities economic social and political india needs sustained public action to be guided by strong human development priorities now let us sum up the unit 
The Indian economy has seen marked structural transformation in the 1990s, with the services sector occupying a place of prominence and agriculture seeing a decline. The economy maintained a high GDP growth, the major impetus coming from the manufacturing and services sector. The states in India show increased variation in growth performance, whereas in accelerated for economy, particularly for Maharashtra and Gujarat, it deaccelerated sharply in Bihar, Uttar Pradesh and Orissa. The objective of India's development strategy is the eradication of mass poverty. But while the percentages show a decline in poverty, absolute numbers of poor has increased because of the alarming population rise. This is a clear association between rapid growth and poverty alleviation. Poverty in India is largely a rural phenomena as more than 80% of India's poor live in rural areas. Thus, for reform to have a substantial impact, it has to extend to rural areas. Income levels alone should not be a measure of poverty, as they often fail to capture other dimensions of human life. Other deprivations like child labor, malnutrition, illiteracy, prostitution, caste discriminations are not related to income poverty levels in any predictable manner. Levels of affluence are not a measure of poverty of human lives. Thus, India needs to strike a balance in its development in its economic and social front, with the state playing a more proactive role. Now let us wind up the session and take rest and we have come to the end of the unit. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with a self-learning podcast.